Welcome back, everybody. We're here with part two of our AFC preview. We just finished recording part one. Remember to check that out anywhere you get your podcast. And we're here with part two, where we're going to be discussing the AFC North and the AFC South. So, we're going to start with the AFC North, and we're starting with America's team, the Cleveland Browns. Their over-under for this season is nine wins. And we all know the hype surrounding the Browns this season. We have Odell, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Miles Garrett. Their team included stack talent on your defense and on offense. And my question to our guest today is, are the Browns overrated or not? Uh, I don't think they are. Like people, people, The Browns have been so bad for a while that this is the first season they will actually be anything resembling competent, uh, apart from maybe last year. And maybe people are going a bit overboard, but I don't think there's like anything that will make them like as even 10% as bad as they've been. So for me, nah, they're not overrated. I feel, yeah, nine wins is about right. Nine and seven. Oh no, in that division, maybe 10 and six. Yeah, they have a good offensive line. <laughs> They have a good defense, and they have some, t- uh, and they have some talent at the wide receiver and running back. I like them. Yeah, Cleveland. Oh my God, they have a quarterback. <laughs> they have a quarterback. I mean, this is what you love to see. They have a quarterback after what twelve years now, man. It, I mean, I like the Cleveland Browns. Are they contenders for Super Bowl? Nope, not yet. Not yet. They have a. They have the quarterback. They have Landry and OBJ. You have. You have. Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt, Duke shout Johnson. out to Njoku, man. You have, you, have, you have Njoku, you have Antonio Callaway, Rashad Higgins, you have Miles Garrett. I mean, what else do you Ooh. have? Sheldon Richardson is also there. I mean, Denzel Ward. This team is this 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 team has it, it's this is gonna be my team after the Patriots is finished. So this this team is gonna the, I think they're going to win 10 games this season. 10 games. Um, I think the change of head, I think the change of head coach is good for them. Hugh Jackson was from ass. Um, yeah. Okay. I, so. I, I think Hugh Jackson should never have, even have, have a job anymore. Even high school football. Team. Of course the Bengals hired him. Come on, man. The man has to feed his family. Nah, nah. Yeah. Nah, nah. He has stopped the Browns for too long. They also have Olivia Vernon. I mean, this team is... Ah, come on. <laughs> they, they well, hold on, though. To, to borrow a phrase from Matt Kellerman, who I absolutely love. Um, before we decide if the Browns are overrated, we first have to ask how they are rated. And how are they rated? I think a lot of people are rating them as a lock to win the division and to make the playoffs as a top four seed. Ooh. What? Mm. Is that what everyone here thinks? Because I love. Wait, people- did you just say the Browns make the playoffs as a top four seed? Mm. Yeah, because win the division. A lot of people have to win the north. Um, maybe not a top four seed, but probably a wild card. Or something. Yeah. But then what I mean is if they win the North, they automatically top four. Yeah, oh, yeah. like oh, if they win their division, they're obviously yeah. automatically. So oh, like yeah. I guess yeah. I guess what I guess what he's saying is do you think the Browns win the division? Yeah. Yeah. They have yeah. a chance. Exactly. They have a very this, good this chance. Is how they're rated. Now, based on that, do I think they're overrated? I do not think it is 
And I don't think it's outrageous because that division is up for grabs. Like, the entire division is just a mess right now. So Cleveland could easily win it. And also, like you, like you guys have already said, this is the first time in, like, a long time that Cleveland is actually decent. Like, tell anyone who knows anything about the NFL. Let's say Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. And they already think, oh, it's 16 or just, like, the worst team in NFL history. And now they actually have a good quarterback. They have two explosive receivers. They have a very good tight end. And I don't know much about their defense, but I think their defense is decent. <laughs> okay, and that's the, I, I want to jump on that because that's that's what I want to say. Like, I believe in the Browns. I believe that they have a good shot this year. But I also a lot of what we're hearing is like 50% hype. Like, because let's be real. Like, yeah, the Browns, they improved last year. Baker is definitely going to go off. They have Odell. They have Jarvis, Joku, all these guys. But this is going to be the first season where they are all going to be working together. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. Yet. Like, it's, it's, it's just the hype of knowing that, like, wow, all these weapons are coming together for something big. What yeah. that big thing is going to be yet, we don't know. It's, it's just feeling like a lot of hype to me. Another thing that a lot of people keep um keep glossing over is the fact that Freddie Kitchens will be like a first year full time head coach. Oh yeah, look at With that. Too. All these like exp- like first of all, Baker Mayfield is like the man is he's, he's pretty much a match for Odell Beckham in terms of like the flair and the drama. Like he's just dynamite. Yeah. Kareem Hunt with all that drama, he's he's, he's in Cleveland now. Jarvis Landry's there. Yeah. And so it's like, is he the guy who can actually shepherd this like collection of egos to actually be productive? Because this team could easily just combust and just crash and burn because of all the alpha males on it. So yeah. I, I think, yeah, go on, go on. Yeah. So what I was thinking is, the Browns have been so bad for like so long, and. Yep. People seem to gravitate to like teams that are not as to like fairy tale stories, obviously. So, do you think that like a lot of the support and the hype from the Browns comes from like the people, people that want them to do well because they were so bad all yeah. those seasons ago? Like they were Absolutely. literally 0 and 16 two seasons ago, like like Absolutely. no wins. Like, do you think a lot of do you think that a lot of like the fans that this is why exactly I call them America's team? Like a lot of people support the Browns because of how bad they were. Do you think that a lot of the hype is coming from the fact that they were literally 0-16 two years ago and they have a chance of being one of the better teams in the AFC I, in the whole I, NFL that's, that's, this year? It's absolutely... Oh, someone go. You can go ahead of me. You can go ahead of yeah, me. Yeah, go ahead. Is somebody going to talk? Okay, <laughs> okay I was going to say... The, this whole the whole Brown situation is very reminiscent to me of Arsenal's recent signing of Pepe. Like I, I can tell you that too. Though. <laughs> As an Arsenal fan, I can tell you that too. Like a team that has been struggling so much, and then we finally make this seemingly great acquisition. You know, this guy came has come from League One in France, second highest goal scorer behind Kylian Mbappe. All the Arsenal fans are probably thinking this is it. Like maybe. It won't just be top four this time around. But we don't know that yet. The season hasn't started. He has to adjust yeah. to Unai Emery's system. It's the same thing with the Browns. Like, no matter how you look at it, Odell and Baker have to establish their connection. Karim Hunt has to deal with 
all the fallout from last year. Freddie Kitchens has to adjust to his new job. So it's just, there's a lot of uncertainty. All the ingredients are there. Now we have to stir the pot properly to make sure that we get the right sauce. So that's, that's the situation with the Browns to me. Okay, I'm very offended because to compare... I know Arsenal has not been great since. <laughs> to compare them to a team that was... Four, <laughs> not just that. Yeah, one, that's hurtful, man. Dude, for the level that we... For the level that we know Arsenal to be, we expect them not to fall out from that position. That they're not thirty-one over two seasons. Well, anyway, this this is an NFL podcast right now, or rather, we're yeah. talking about the NFL. If you guys want, to, if you guys want to talk about us now, maybe next week. If you want to come on and talk about us, you can come next week. But right now, we're talking about the Browns. The Browns, yeah. Amsterdam didn't go 0 and sixteen. The Browns went 0 and sixteen, and I think the sound again. Megatron, you're good. <laughs> I'm dead. Your sound was crunchy again, man. Okay, I sounded like a comic book villain. <laughs> Your city is now mine. <laughs> Bro, don't kill me. Alright, try again. Can you guys hear me? So, as we were saying, so I think what we're all saying is that we all expect the Browns to be better this year than they were last year, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, as we were talking about Freddie Kitchens, um, someone called him um, like the first year of being the head coach and everything. He's also someone that came from being a head coach, from only being, I think he was the running back's coach before he was promoted last season. Do you guys think um, going from being just like a positional coach to like a full-on head coach is going to be too much? Because he also has that, I think it was like four or five-week experience of being the head coach when they let go of Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson last season. Do you think it's going to be that much of a difference to him? Because he was obviously the head coach towards the end of the season already. And this is a good luck, Jonathan level of ascension. Like he's gone for <laughs> head coaching like how many weeks? But basically it's the same thing as we said about Brian Flores. Like and but my for me, I think it's harder for him because it's not just going from a position coach to a head coach, but it's the particular team. Like this is a team with so much hype behind it. Yeah. So many personalities. A team that has the potential to be one of the top 10 teams in the entire league. And this is the guy who's just walking into this job just from being the running back coach. And also, he is also he also has to exceed the expectations he set at the tail end of last season. So not only is he walking into that situation, but now he has to compete with what he started last season. And I think it's a very unenviable and very challenging job. So I wish him the best. Yeah. Their, their schedule isn't so bad. That's another oh. thing. It's actually still, not that bad. Still Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing about the thing about their schedule is that they get to play their division, which is like a really tough division. They get the Ravens' defense, the Steelers, obviously. So, like, even without their schedule, the rest of their schedule being bad, the division, the AFC North, is always a tough division. Just in the division rivalry game, so. I'm just talking about, without like their other games being difficult, they're going to have to win most the top games yeah, in the division. The, the like, interdivision games are going to be yeah. important. 
So here's the thing. I, I, I want to throw this out very quickly. I okay. think they can be better this season, but win less games. Because, what? like, look they didn't win this. so many games last year. So, how many? They, they won seven. Seven, seven they won seven. So, if they yeah. win less games, they're definitely making the playoffs. I mean, they lost, they lost their first four or their first three. They're like, they were, they were, they were good. They, 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 they drew. Like, like, oh. Yeah, they, they drew, drew with the Steelers. They tied their game with the Steelers. Oh, yes. Yeah, 7 9 one. That's true. Which is better than losing. As in, Look at their schedule, man. Like, apparently, apparently, they're. Uh, one the tie in the game was the first time they started a season without losing for like six years, which wow. is stupid. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's very Browns. Very it takes brown. a lot for you to for you to tie a game in the NFL. So not with yeah. that. So she tell you that game was crazy. I remember watching it. Hopefully, they. they I think they go over nine. I think they win ten games. Yeah, I think, six, I, think, so. I think they go eight and eight. Like I'm looking at the schedule now. It's not that bad. Not bad. No, bro. I come mean, on, Rams, Ravens. Uh, okay, wait. To be fair, in my defense, I had them losing to the 49ers just because I'm a DG guy, and I think 49ers are gonna be mad. That's just me, sir. Okay, moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, yeah, over cute. under is also nine games, nine wins. Yes, under. <laughs> under. Are we under? Are we underestimating <laughs> the Steelers? They obviously, they obviously lost Antonio Brown, who was who is the best receiver in the NFL when it comes to like statistically and everything. So they are losing over a thousand yards, double digit touchdowns from from their team this season. Do. Do we think they are underrated or do we think they are going to... I heard a lot of people saying under already when I mentioned they are over-under. Do we think they are overrated yeah. or are they, are they going to be under nine wins? See, let, let me just say about the Pittsburgh Steelers is... The, last season, they started the season by drawing to a team coached by Hugh Jackson. That alone just tells me <laughs> about that team. That, that alone just tells you. My... my, my Mike Franklin should have been fired what two years ago. He should be fired. He should have been fired after last season. He's still like that alone just tells you that this franchise is not. Mike Tomlin era is done. He needs to go. They need a, a new, fresh face. Okay, the coach, because Mike Tomlin is one of those coaches that every time, every time I watch, watch the Steelers play, he's on that field in sunglasses, thinking he's he's looking like Blade. You know, chewing his gum. <laughs> Like I've never seen a coach that can't beat the Patriots, and you have, and you have the team to beat the Patriots. But every time they come against New England, that's when he just disappears. Nothing, nothing happens. Nothing good. It's like the Steelers, you lost Antonio Brown and Le'Veon. You, you lost Le'Veon Bell for free. He walked out for free. He didn't even train to get something out of it. You let him walk for free. And then Ben Roethlisberger, yes, he's a future Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl champion. He, he needs to, he needs to realize that this. This is it. You need to. You need to. You yeah. Yeah. If he swallowed his ego, AB is still in town. All this blaming, blaming people, him and Tomlin do not. That's it. That that's enough. Just come in. You're what, 35 years old. Play the game. Coach, lead this team. You have James Conner, who was doing pretty well last season until he got hurt. You have Juju Smith. I think defensively they have who 
Ryan Shazier is back. He can lead that team defensively. And no, he's not back. They're, like well, I don't think I don't think she's just playing in the NFL again. So yeah, he's not he's back done. yet. Oh, he's, he's not back, back yet. Yeah, they obviously they drafted they drafted Devin Devin Bush from Michigan, the linebacker. So he's they got their replacement for Shazier for this year, and for hopefully for the future to come. This 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 should be the last time we see Mike Tomlin coaching this team. If they don't make the playoffs, he's got to go. Like he's he's got to go. He he just he just has to go. Unfortunately, and I don't see why they think that they're going to go somewhere after they just let Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell walk. Like you're not going anywhere. You've lost two of your key guys offensively. Roethlisberger is not. Ben Roethlisberger threw five picks against one team two years ago. Like, are you forgetting this? He's been through five <laughs> picks. <laughs> and then, and then he, he, he blamed what? He blamed his coach, I think, or someone? Nah. I mean, look at I the think, schedule. I mean, I looking think, at the schedule, I'm like... They, they, yeah. They, I mean... I, I was, I was going to say... I think, he has to fix up. I think the Steelers are... I, I don't even want to say they're in the beginning of a decline. I think the decline started last year. I, I mean, think... It's you, just going to continue this You're year. starting your season off by going to Chris Foxborough. calls him Bumlin. You're starting your season off going to Foxborough, who are, celebrating, who are celebrating another ring. Tom Brady's going to end them. Probably throw five TDs, six TDs if he wants to. That team is done. Like It could be a blowout. It, it, it will be a blowout. Because, <laughs> my, because it's Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin doesn't do anything as the Patriots. The Steelers don't... Like, look at this roster. This, there's no one like Juju Smith is good, but I mean Juju needs to be serious. Stop all this Fortnite dance with Ninja and be serious. Like you're, the, <laughs> like you're the number one guy now in in Pittsburgh. You're the Antonio. You're like the, they're probably gonna say. I I, I saw I saw still fan saying you're the new AB. No, he's not, but he has the potential to be. But he gotta prove it this season, or else I mean, the, the, or else. I mean, he's on his own because... Uh-huh. For me, it's not, it's not even much about Juju because, first of all, I think Juju has the potential to be a number one, but he's not there yet. And he's easily the best receiver on the Steeler, meaning that their receiving core right now is buttocks. And that, <laughs> that's what, all that means is that Ben is going to start forcing passes, meaning picks. Like, no one throws more <laughs> unnecessary picks than Roethlisberger. He will throw a bucket load this season. But then also... A lot of people have been talking about AB leaving, AB leaving. I don't think people fully understand how badly they're going to miss, miss Le'Veon Bell. I get, yeah, their O-line was great and everything, but it was the versatility he provided being probably the best running back in the league and a very good wide receiver, an even better slot receiver. That's like a three-headed monster, gone. And last season, when James Conner was there, everyone was like, yeah, you see, we don't need Bell and all of that until crunch time came and Conner was nowhere to be found. And then you like you look at their schedule. I feel like the Steelers are gonna be in a mess this season because, like you said, if they miss the playoffs, that is an indictment on both Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger because now they've chased out the two quote-unquote troublemakers. So there's so much pressure on them, but their defense is still pants. Art Burns is still still on on, on the sites, and <laughs> Roethlisberger is still a turnover machine. I just, I, I, I just, I don't see how they. I don't, I don't think they make the playoffs. I think, I think that's why the Steelers. I think last year, last year the Steelers drafted Mason Rudolph, and then this year they drafted Devin, Devin Hodges. They already, they were, they already playing the post Roethlisberger era. It's, it's going to be between Rudolph and Hodges 
the next training camp, possibly in the next training camp, because oh. no one cares about no one cares about Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs sucks. Yo, um, oh man, he's so bad. Like not, he not like, even when he was in college. Like he, he, uh. he, 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 no one cares about him right now. So I think Ben Roethlisberger, this could this be his last season in the NFL? It's possible. He tried to re- he tried to retire two two summers ago. He said, "No, nah, I'm coming back for another season." <laughs> okay, he's, if, he's 37. And could you imagine if week 16, when the Steelers go to play the Jets, and they need to win that game to like get in the playoffs, they actually lose. Imagine the scenes. Like, oh my God. Level, level, would go mad on the, on the field. I, I mean, it wasn't, it's not that far from what happened last year when they needed the Browns to win versus the Ravens for them to get into the playoffs. A game that like the Browns were in position to win and then Mayfield threw a pick. And then it all ended sadly for the for the Steelers anyway. Talking about talking about um, Juju Smith Schuster, obviously now he's going to be the wide receiver one for that team. He's going to be the person that's going to get all the targets for for the for the Steelers. We already know that like Big Ben is going to throw him where if he's open, if he's covered, he's just going to throw it up for Juju to to do something. Do we think Juju is I think we can all agree that he's good enough, but do we think he's ready for that type of responsibility of like carrying more or less the offense for the team? Honestly, I think he's ready. I think like, I, I don't know why I, I feel like I'm the only one that has the faith in him. He's he's definitely like like everybody keeps saying he is not the next AB. He mm-hmm. is not, but for that starter position that. WR1 on the team. I believe he's capable. And for now... Actually, I agree with you. I think, I think he's... I agree with you. I think he's he's ready for it. But I think a lot of people disagree. And I heard some people here saying that... Like Colin was saying that he's not... He should, like, stop all his antics and focus. I disagree. I think what you see someone do on the field and what he does, like, off the field for fun isn't, like, directly correlated to each other. I think he can still do what he does for fun and yeah. still be pretty productive well, when wasn't it comes the to, like... that, like, made booming a thing? I mean... Booming! AB <laughs> was doing wild stuff all over, on, like, Snapchat and, like, Instagram, and he was still dropping 1,300 yards, 1,400 yard seasons. Yeah. Why are you messaging? What, what's, what's up with you? I mean, what's going on? Oh. So, anyway, um, my what I think about Juju is I think he's good enough and he's ready to be a the, um, wide receiver one, but not on the Steelers team and not right now in context. And I say that because with AB gone, you have literally taken away Ben Roethlisberger's security blanket. So what that what that's going to mean is that it, um, Ben is going to start targeting Juju like every opportunity. He's basically going to whore him the way he whored AB. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Juju is at that stage where he is ready for that jump in like target because Ben is going to be turning to him like 14 times a game. And like for someone who's been in AB AB shadow to just be thrown out into the deep end like that, I think he's gonna struggle, especially considering how inaccurate and unreliable Ben can be. I think Ben's gonna put him in trouble. And the problem with that is it might then make people think he's a fraud 
when actually Ben is just the one who's throwing Aaron passes in his direction, hoping he gets it. So I think on another team, he'd be absolutely ready. But on this Steelers team, the way it is with Bell and Ben um, and Brown gone, with Tomlin still there, I, 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 don't, I don't think he's ready for that drama of being the wide receiver one in the Steelers. Interesting. So, I, let's try to get Bolu back before we go on to the next one. Blue with pride. Yeah, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can dude, hear you. So yeah. like testing, testing, one, two, three, first, because it sounded like your vocals were getting choppy. Testy, testing. Testing. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. No, glue just dropped the entire call. Uh, uh, it did happen. I well, we're guys, moving on. You guys are cutting in and out, man. Can you hear me? I'm back on. Yeah, my network is back. Alright, we're moving on to these to the Ravens now. So, uh, alright, three, two, one. Okay, moving on to the next team, we have the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> over under eight point five. I'm going to start with the win total. Do you think in a division that has the Browns at nine, the Steelers at nine, do you think the Ravens go over under eight point five? I think the seven and nine. Seven, probably six and ten. The way they're going, <laughs> uh, I, well, I really, I thought six and ten, but I think that defense is going to be quite good. So I, I feel like eight and eight, seven and nine, eight and each. Yeah, I just want to remind people that the Ravens were the only team in this division that got up to ten wins last year. Yeah, and just just to keep that in mind. But yeah, yeah. Like, somehow but they did. Yeah, I mean. The, they lost. They did lose their leader, Terrell Suggs. I mean, he was, you know. Mm. I mean, he lose that. I think Eric. I think Eric Weedle also leave or something. So, I mean, they, they lose it like they got Earl Thomas, man. I mean, I, they lost. They lost um, Zadaria Smith. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the good thing is, I mean, they drafted Marquise Brown. Who I heard is what Antonio Brown, Hollywood Brown. Oh Antonio, man, <laughs> Brown's cousin or something. So I mean, yeah. oh, I'll never forget watching that game, Oklahoma versus West Virginia, and AB showed up just to cheer this guy on. Like that guy's good, man. That guy's a receiver. I, mean, well, I like, I like, I like the the picks. They they obviously drafted um, Mike Pease Brown from Oklahoma, and they brought Miles Boykin from I think Penn State. Yeah. So they, I like the, I like both of them as receivers. My thing is, and I guess what we're asking, what the question is when it comes to the Ravens is, will Lamar Jackson take a step, a step up when it comes to being able to throw the ball? We all know what he can do as like a runner. He's like the most versatile runner in the NFL since Michael Vick. But do we think there's he's going to be able to throw the ball? No. Nope. more. I'm more accurate this season. <laughs> nah, I don't. 
I don't think so. But John John Harbaugh is is clearly fine with him running the ball more than yeah. throwing the ball. Your job as a quarterback is to throw the ball down the field, not run. That's what you have. That's what you have running backs for. But I mean, if you want to look at the modern game. Now, see, this season he needs to throw the ball because every team right now in that league has studied studied film and how he's going to run, when he's going to do it. Like, nah, throw the ball. You you have Marquise Brown now, who's highly rated apparently. So you got to throw the ball down the field. Just throw it. I kind of disagree, actually. Like, I like what they did from, like, week, from their bye week on, they became the best rushing team in the NFL. Like both on volume and efficiency, like and I have I believe Lamar Jackson is going to run less, but that's still going to be like a crazy number. And don't forget their offensive coordinator is Greg Roman, the guy that like carried like was the OC when uh Colin Kaepernick was running crazy in the league. So I feel they're going to do some crazy crazy running shit this year, and yeah. I want all their running backs in fantasy, all of them. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody, I'd like to hop on that because I was just thinking that the way I think the way they're going to use Lamar Jackson is the way the 49ers used Kaepernick and the way the Panthers used um, Cam, but like like after like his first season, like let's say third season, where it's like these might not be the most accurate passes, but the fact that they are very potent runners is enough to get the defense honest. Meaning that instead of necessarily rushing the rushing him. And giving him avenues to run, they might then sit, um, bring less pressure, which actually would then give the quarterback more time to actually find an open receiver. So it's I feel like Lamarche needs to maintain his dual threat as a runner, but also improve on his accuracy because I think if he does that, the Ravens will be so much better. Because if he's just a running threat and defenses know that if he throws it, it's not it's, you know they're not at risk then they could just sit back, rush for eventually something happens. But if he can improve as a, as a, as a thrower, if he can improve his accuracy, I think the Ravens win like 10, 11 games. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, uh, what's his name? The dr- running back they drafted and Mark Ingram, Justice Hill. <laughs> Justice Hill Ingram. from Oklahoma yeah. State. So, they have mm-hmm. some thumpers there, man. They, got they Mark have Ingram. guys. Ingram, yeah. Oh yeah, Mark Ingram joined. Yeah, and that yeah, I actually like what they're And 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 they have John 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 Harbaugh as the coach. I mean, I mean, he's one. He's a good coach. They have a decent team. Odin Flacco was a good. Clearly, it was the way to go. (laughs) I I hate so. (laughs) When you when you look at their defense, obviously they let they let Eric Weddle go. Terrell Suggs is gone. They lost Zedaria Smith, so like their pass rush has taken a little bit of a of a step down. But they also added one the best free safety in like NF in the NFL, Earl yeah. Thomas. So I do we you. think their oh my god <laughs> do we think do we think their defense is going to take a step back or stay the same as like one of the best defenses in the in the NFL this year? No. Oh. I I think I th- I I don't know because I think El Thomas has declined. I I just yeah? I just yeah not by much not by like, much he, but like he, he he doesn't have that range anymore. He's not like that sideline to sideline quickness. It's not there anymore. Like he's not that. Oh, how do I explain it? He's not you know in, you know before like 2013, 2014, Once you throw a ball past fifteen yards. 
as soon as the receiver gets it, you already expect the boom from Thomas. I don't think he gets it as quickly anymore. It might be due to the injuries, you know, the age, but I don't know. I just don't. That's just me, though. Well, I uh, see, yeah. Well, I think the pass rush about him declining, though. Like, yeah, exactly. I, like, I've, like, I think, I think what happens is like when people get injured, people seem to forget. Especially when you get injured during the season, he he was having like one of the one one of his better seasons, and proving the Seahawks wrong before he obviously broke his leg. Like he was having a really really good season last year before he got injured. So I doubt I don't I don't buy the decline talk. So I think he'll be good. I doubt I doubt the Ravens defense stays as good as it is. But I think oh, Thomas on his own is still going to be. One like a great player, one of the best in the NFL next season, too. Because I, I was, I'm looking at him the same way I was kind of looking at looking at Eric Berry, who came back from his injury and seemed pretty good, but there was just a bit of tailing off in his production in my eyes. Sure, it just it just seemed a bit slower to me. Yeah, I I agree. I agree when it comes to Eric Berry, but I think it's is a different it's a different kind of situation when it comes to Earl Thomas. Okay, let's move on to the last team in the division. Oh, God. The Bengals at six wins. The Bengals. We're not going to to spend a lot of time with the Bengals because, like, there's nothing really interesting to talk about when it comes to the Bengals. I'm dead. I'm so dead. They obviously obviously got a new head coach, um, Zach Taylor. They they left... um, What's his name again? He left Marvin. What's his name? Marvin Lewis? Yo, God. Yeah, left, left the Austin Wenger of the NFL. Literally. <laughs> Robert Mugabe. <laughs> oh, my God. They let him go after, like, countless years of, like, being mediocre and him staying as the head coach, finally. And they brought in Zach Taylor, who is... I guess Sean McVay's quarterbacks coach last year, so he knows Sean McVay, so that's enough for him to get. I mean, he has touched his garment. Yeah. (laughs) What do we think? What do you think Zach Taylor's uh, influence is going to be on Andy Dalton? Just Andy Dalton. Dalton's gonna be Dalton, man. Exactly. Like like, neck. Dalton's gonna be bad. I mean. They have they have no offensive line, so what's the plan? Yeah, what's the plan? Yeah, the line is terrible, <laughs> and no one is on. Oh god, it's like every it's really bad. I don't know for them, yeah, man. Like, I, was, I was gonna say like this. This Bengals team point, is just quite uninspiring. I think the the, the the Bengals at this point just need to like their schedule too is not a good schedule. They, they, Time they, for tour. They just need to. Hope that they they finish at one or two in the draft and get two at one and then or if they finish at two get yourself Justin, what's his name Herbert from from Oregon. That's what, yep. you, that's what you should just hope that you get one either one of because you need a quarterback. Andy Dalton is done. Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor, yes, is going to come in. Andy Dalton is old. You know he's like not- literally at this point they could plug in Ryan Fitzpatrick and maybe something would happen. Yeah. Yeah, for like five games, and then that's so bad. They're Which so is more bad. games than usual for the Bengals. Yeah. So hold on, are, are we all in agreement that Dalton needs to go? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. He's, this, this, he's this, been this, there for I mean, long enough. 
I mean, this is his last season in Cincinnati as a, as a starter, so he should just enjoy the time as it is. And then <laughs> when they when they draft when they draft to uh, adjusted, he can be you know like a men- I won't say men- well mentor yeah you know advice because Zach Taylor's gonna probably say yeah we're not gonna use you next season there's no point you're not just your era is over you get because no one no one's gonna trade for Andy Dalton no one needs Andy Dalton right now no one no one. No one. I mean, the dog. I mean, no, no, no one. No one. Uh, depending well, said, on how Marcus Mariota goes at the Titans this season. Oh, oh my God. Well, Andy Dalton? Hell no. We, we'll cross that. <laughs> we'll cross that. Bridge. I mean, there are a lot of difference. We're done talking about the Bengals. We're just going to talk generally now. But like, there are a lot of like quarterback situations who are kind of interesting that should be on like their last chance. So let's start. We have Andy Dalton, we have Matt Stafford, we have mm. Mariota, we have Winston, we have Carr, Flacco. and we have Flacco, obviously. So those pe- those are the quarterbacks that I think are in, like their last their last chance in like their specific teams. Is either win, be hey. good this season, or but good okay, to draft so, hey, two next year. I'm assuming we don't include Eli in this because no matter what we've done, I mean, yeah. No, we're no, not going to include Eli because, like, we already know is Daniel Jones that's going to be there. They drafted him number six. There's no way he's not starting <laughs> next season. So, <laughs> okay, hold on, though. What if, what, if the Giants, what if the Giants end up with the number one pick? Then they trade it because they already yeah. spent six pick with on Daniel Jones. What nice. you, we trade Daniel Jones. No, you're not getting anything in the first <laughs> round for Daniel. I doubt you can even get the second rounder for Daniel Jones. So, yeah. like, yeah, to his destiny. Yeah, oh. like, you have to, like, he's going to have to start next season. So just accept it, Oche. There's nothing that's going to happen. Sorry. I we're done. We're down to our last division in the AFC. We're going to start with the can, second, the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, one of like the more improved teams last season. A lot of people didn't expect it. They won ten. They went ten and six, and they lost in the second round of the playoffs, I guess, to the Chiefs last year. Andrew Luck right now is injured. He has a weird injury. I think he sustained while serving, like doing something in the off season. He injured his calf. But apart from that, people don't. People don't expect him to miss much of the season. Do we think Andrew Luck is going to have an MVP start type season this year? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do, yeah. yeah. I like what they did in the draft with uh, Paris Campbell. Mm-hmm. And they're getting Jack Doyle back. Like, and then don't forget the defense with uh, the guy they drafted last year who came and showed out. Shit, what's his name? Darius Leonard. Uh, yeah. So, like, they have the platform to do great things. And, yeah, I really like them coming out of the division. Mark in the back the Yeah. The what? Mark, yeah. Mark and Heinz. Yeah, they got some guys. I mean, I've always, I've always said that the best teams in the AFC after the Patriots are the Chiefs and the Colts. The, 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 the Colts are the future. After Tom Brady says, I'm done. I'm goodbye. Like, Andrew Luck. It's Andrew. They have T.Y. Hilton as a receiver. T.Y. Hilton, yeah, he's not a top five receiver, but he's one of the best in the league. He is oh. one of the best. You can, you can, Eric Ebron is there. Good good for fantasy, by the way. Yeah, um, I mean, the, and then the head coach is, um, what's his name? Um, Frank Reich. Yeah, Frank so, Reich. Like, the team, the team is set. Yeah. If Angela can stay healthy, 
That would be good. But last gonna, season was last season gonna, was like kind of like a fuck you to Josh McDaniels, but like he won the Super Bowl, so they can't pin him like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the thing is, if Andrew Love goes down, I mean, Jacoby Brissett is a decent. Yeah, he's the best backup in the league. Who is? I mean, Brissett, yeah. Brissett, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the Colts, the Colts have something. To, they're, they're a good team. They, they, can they win the Super Bowl in the next few years? Yes. Yeah. If they, they have the quarterback, I, they have the coach. I, do, I wish they spent more money in free agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe on like I mean, the defensive line, but they did get Justin Houston. I mean, so. let's, let's be if, if they got if they got Le'Veon Bell as the, that's what they were planning to do, then the, that would make them Super Bowl contenders. I wanted them to, them to get Bell. I really want. Yeah, so that was like their off season was kind of weird when it comes to like free agency because like I think they had the most money or the second most money in yeah. the whole to spend but they they practically didn't spend anything they obviously gave devin funches i think 12 million a year or so and then they gave, and then they brought in justin houston but that wasn't for much money apart from that they didn't really spend any money they, some people thought they were going to be in there were some people thought they were going to be in for levion bell but it was clear that they're obviously putting their hopes on marlon mack who i don't think is a bad running back at all yeah so, yeah, so i think i think I think when you look at what they did in the draft, they added Bobby Okereke and Ben Banogu. So, at, in the linebackers, you add that to Darius Leonard, and like they have a great full line. I think, I think at the end of the day, I think the Colts are going to be one of the best teams in the NFL when it's all said and done. I won't be surprised if they are playing the AFC title game at the end of yes, the season. I was about to say. Well, I won't be surprised. I, 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 I wouldn't even be surprised if the Colts knock out the Patriots in the division. I'm like, okay, I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I, I think my I think about the Colts are going to be AFC championship. That's what I think. I'm fine with the culture Chiefs knocking out the pictures. Not as long as no one else like the Chargers or the or the state. Nah, nah. The fucking no, the oh God! Gladly take us out. I'll say okay. Next season. Okay. Next season without Brady. <laughs> yeah, I said it's playing till it's forty-five. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah at fucking Jacksonville. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Moving on to the next team in the division, we have the Houston Texans. And we all know, I, lo- I love Deshaun Watson, I love DeAndre Hopkins, but their offensive line is going to... Oh my be, God. Their offensive line is going to, be going to kill him. Before he does anything in the league. Because that line... They are, they are so bad. And they had the chance to, um, to improve their line with taking... Um, Andre Diller, this this yeah. draft, and they decided to not take him, and they took Yondi Titus Howard. Um, they took Titus Howard, I think. Yeah. I oh think. no, Max Shopping or something. What? Let me let me let me just make sure because, like, I know I was kind of confused. They drafted um, for their O line. Yeah, they took Titus Howard, and they took Mark Shopping. They took Titus Howard in the first round. They let. Oh, wow. They let the Eagles take Andre Dillard, who I thought was the best um, pure pass-blocking left tackle in the whole league. So, kind of confused as to their draft strategy there. Apart from that, like, there was literally a point last season where they were going to... He couldn't fly. And he couldn't fly on a plane. Literally, if your quarterback can't fly on a plane, your offensive line needs improvement. You'd like... If I was... 
just talk was, about it. Talk about the it was, I'm tired of them. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, the offensive line was a revolving door. It was bad. If you wanted to go in, if you wanted to sack uh, Dishon Watson, just knock and walk in. Like, that was it. It was bad. It was terrible. And I, I don't know how he managed to put up those numbers in spite of that line. Which just tells you how good he is. And, uh, like, if they, if they can manage and trade for Trent Williams, because apparently he can't be in Washington anymore. They have the cap space to absorb him. Maybe he makes them, like, a, a passable team on the offensive line. But for now, man, everything starts and stops to that line. Texans, when you guys are talking about this, I can only think of one guy. The car. The original Who? OG when it comes to being killed by his O-line. Oh, my God. And it's the same team. So, it's not like Houston has no idea what to do with their O-line. Because, bloody hell. I mean, they can't even execute. They can't even yeah. make the trade because they have no fucking GM. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. They've, decided, oh. they've decided they're not going to have a GM this year. For, like, what? this season. And then... Yeah. So, <laughs> Clowney, Clowney is probably not going to... I think Clowney is going to pull the Le'Veon Bell. I don't think he's going to sign the franchise tag. I think he's just going to go the whole year without playing... Yep. So there's that because his body is so fanged up. Yeah. yeah, and they have no GM. I, I can do, why are you ruining Deshaun Watson's career? Please, please, <laughs> like, please. I love. I like. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch in the whole league. And like, mm. DeAndre Hopkins is like the third of. It's like one of the best receivers in the league. Why would you dis- like? Why is their team deciding to sabotage them so much? Is my problem. Deshaun in his rookie season was incredible. Oh my god! Oh my I... god man. Watson catches everything. Like yeah, uh, down the side. I'm sorry, Walk, um, Hopkins. I, I swear he he's probably the like best receiver when it comes to like pure production because the last few years, that. yeah. He's been catching passes from from dunces these last few years and putting yeah, up numbers, like no DJ Yates class, yeah. and like man, him with a good quarterback now. I'm really scared for the rest of the league because what he was make, doing with those fools. Hopkins could make Nathan Peterman look like Andy Dalton. Which wow, yeah, going a little bit too far, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's 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 a there's a specific line I have when it comes to quarterbacks and is. Are you being compared to Nathan Peterman? If you are, then you're horrible. If you aren't, then you're good. Like any, like no, Nathan Peterman is the bar, and I'm not going to allow anybody to come to say <laughs> Peterman is good or can can do this. No, that's just it. No. Hi. <laughs> so let's go to the next team. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and obviously. Oh, oh, oh. We know they spent money this offseason getting Nick Foles from the Eagles. Mm. And sorry, can hope... we just can we just dance on Blake Bottle's grave first? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. What, <laughs> like, the, the what do we have is to dead. Say of the Lord of Blake Bottles, please go ahead. Oh god, Blake Bottles, you wonderful bastard. Like <laughs> he was he was so bad. Like I he, tried he, had his, he had his good years. I'll give him that. You mean what good year? A good like, year. Yeah. Yes, good, good year. I need to see what happens if Jared Goff goes down. 
what uh, Sean McVay is going to do with Blake Bottles. If he makes him a serviceable quarterback, he might as well be like NFL Jesus. Because no, no, oh, I'll be honest, God I don't think anybody down. wants to see Jared go down if, right if now. If God goes down, it'll just be Wildcats. Because Bottles. <laughs> Oh my god. But Ben would rather die. <laughs> oh he was such god. an interception machine. Ugh, yeah. like... that, that, that guy was horrible, man. I mean, god damn. But give him some credit. This man beat the Steelers in the playoff game. <laughs> Bro, but that, that was because. Let's, let's, let's be serious. Like, um, he almost beat the Patriots too. So that's it. Exactly. Hold on, hold on. First of all, his wins against the Steelers were because the Steelers were totally incompetent. Yeah, Second, they shot themselves on the foot, man. Exactly. Like the Steelers refused to win. Secondly, the 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 near the near miss against the Patriots was because their defense was just, bro. That Jack defense. In fact, they should have won that game because Miles Jack, Miles, what's his name? Miles Jack, Jack wasn't yeah. down. Wasn't down. They should have won that game. But that was entirely their defense. Bottles was the passenger in that game. Yeah, he had a few clutch throws, but when it came down to it, it was that defense that, that should have won that game, not not Bottles. Didn't the Jaguars also beat the the Patriots this year? Oh no, God. God! In the regular season. Yep. Like so, <laughs> you like yeah. Nobso is out here dancing on his grave while you, he's he owns Tom Brady. So yeah, but guess who won the Super Bowl though? Huh? Guess who won the Super Bowl, though? I mean... I like you. Moving on! <laughs> Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick Foles. Do Wait, we think, do, do we think he's the quarterback they've been looking for to... Yeah. No! See... Keep uh, saying this. I, I, I keep you saying know, You know what? Let me, let, me, let, me land, let me try and land my points on solid ground, so... You know what? If you want to say is Nick Foles... If the question is, is Nick, is Nick Foles... The Jaguars have been looking for. I think if you want to say if you, if they want to continue the status quo is left behind by Blake Bottles, where they were maybe once in a while, once in a blue moon, they look like they were playoff contenders. That's what they have with Nicholas right now. I keep saying it. That team, especially as I'm looking at the depth chart right now, it's just, it's just that team is just not complete. Yeah, they have nothing they at receiver. They could have gone for some like yeah, I, I don't know how to say it. If I say yeah. Nick Foles is improving, yeah. I'll sound like like a blasphemist. I think they, they drafted they drafted Josh Allen in the first round. So yo, I love Josh <sighs> Allen. Like his his like I like him on their defensive line because they have some guys take some pressure off him early. Um, what's his name? The Calais Campbell. Their defensive line, yeah. I, I they they might get back to Saxonville this year oh, and no. their back what line. Is, where is Yannick Ngakwe now? Uh, they traded I mean, him. No, no, no. Him. He's still there. He's still there. He's yeah, he's holding out. He's holding out. He tweeted something about being back soon, but like there hasn't been any news of him getting a contract. So I'm just going to assume, yeah, they're still in talks. But like mm. that defensive line has never been the problem. That defense yeah. is. Back. Their defense took a step back because, like, obviously, regression. the offense, yeah, uh, the regression, offense. Was, regression was their problem. Was like they couldn't throw the ball, they, they were over reliant on like being able to run. And if you can't run, then they were forced to having like portals throw the ball. And, and let me just say this right now that we all know that Leonard Fournette's like legs 
they they break if you look at them wrong. <laughs> the second person on their depth chart right now is Alfred Blue. Please, yes, Lord. Any kind of faith in Alfred Blue. Right? I don't even know what he looks like, man. <laughs> Alfred Blue was the second. It was the RB. Was Houston. Houston. Yeah, yeah, he was in Houston last year, and like, yeah, it was. They were they more or less were just running. Running Deshaun Watson instead of giving him the exactly. ball. Exactly, so like bad. Lamar Miller wasn't even making that much noise. All right. That's why I said it. The balls is going to have more pressure on his shoulders than he's ever had. And so I just here's my here's my thing with Nick Foles. Here's my thing with Nick Foles. Nick Foles is basically Jared Goff, and by that I mean a fair weather quarterback. Because remember, he had the season where you went twenty-seven TDs and ten interceptions. He had the Super Bowl with this But look at the people who were surrounding. He had a good O-line. He had very competent help at receiver. And he had good running back. It's Jacksonville now where ain't nothing happening. In fact, how's, how's Jacksonville's O-line? I mean, their uh. O-line is pretty good. It's not the best. Obviously, they, they drafted John Taylor from Florida, who I like at right tackle. They also have Andrew Noll at left guard. Brandon Linda isn't bad at center. Their O-line isn't bad. It's obviously better, it's better this year than it was last year, but like... Yeah, O-line isn't the best, but it's not bad. I won't call it a bad O-line. That's yeah, so the point I'm making is, if you have an average O-line, but no receiver help, and a running back yeah. is, is spaghetti strand away from injury, that means Foles is going to have to hold on to the ball longer. Meaning, sacks. Meaning, fumbles. Meaning, probably throwing the ball away or throwing it. You heard it here first from me. I actually believe in Nick Foles, actually. Like, at least compared to Blake Bottles, the best, like, oh, change you can make with... The best change you can make on a team <laughs> is not going from a good quarterback to a great one. It's going from a shit one, like Blake Bottles one, to an average one. That makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah, so, we'll see. we'll see. Yeah, but, you see, if Nick Foles was on that Jacksonville team that went to the AFC Championship game, they would be in, they would have been in the Super Bowl. They probably still... Exactly. That team... Exactly. But- but it's not that team. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Their defense team. was crazy. Bro, that defense was ferocious. Something else. Those, those bullies, man. God damn. <laughs> like, the, way, the, way, the, way, the way they start QBs was also visual. Like, man. And Alex Campbell was eating men for lunch. So the speed was terrifying. Like, like the linebackers were so fast. I mean, yeah. they, still have, they still have some people that want the defense. They still have Darius... Uh, Marcel Darius, they still have Calais Campbell, they have Miles Jack, they have obviously Telvin Smith is taking, I think, a year out off of football, so he's not, yeah, yeah, he's taking a year off. And they lost Paul Pozlowski from, I think, he retired so last retirement. Year. Yeah, yeah, so they didn't want to get contracts, go AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey. They still got some, yeah, those guys are still got juice. Wait, yeah. is, it, is it Jackson with Barry Church? Yeah, I think so. No, I no, no, no. think so. I don't think is there anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not, I know. I think they lost one in the second. They lost uh, Jonathan Cyprian. They lost him. They lost. Okay. Not Barry Church. They are other safety. I forgot. I I mentioned this in the last podcast. We tried talked about this guy in the last podcast. I can't remember, but they lost. I think it's Cyprian. It's not Cyprian was on the Titans. They lost uh, oh, Tayshon Gibson. Yeah, they lost Tayshon Gibson. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I was mixing him up with. To Houston. So, yeah, so there's that too. 
But all in all, I guess their over under is eight wins. So Vegas thinks they're an eight and eight team, just average. What do you yeah. think? Are they nine and seven or? I, mean, seven I don't know. I, I can't really seven, trust Vegas. Seven and they nine. Trying to bring the Raiders into their city, so <laughs> like thought process is already lost on me. Seven and nine. Seven and nine for me. Yeah. I do oh, six, six and, and ten. ten. Yeah, but oh. their defense is back to what it was though. Yeah, so about seven and nine. I see seven and nine. I mean, they were five and eleven last year. If they get seven and nine, that's two games improvement, and that's not bad. bad. Yeah, but they should sack the coach. Uh, wait, who's the coach? Is this still Maron? Yeah, uh, Doug sack Maron. Him. Yeah, yeah, sack him, sack him. <laughs> Bring in a, a college guy. Ah, okay. <laughs> Moving on to the final team in our AFC preview, mm, we really? have. Love this man. We have the Tennessee Titans. This no is comment. obviously the last chance for Marcus Mariota to prove that he's an NFL starting level quarterback because I think he's an NFL quarterback, just not starting level. Their backup yeah. is Ryan Tannehill for some strange reason, which is <laughs> bet that there's going to be some kind of controversy this year between the two of them who gets to start and all that. Oh no, I mean, Marcus Marcus Mariota last season, he started 13 games and he finished with 11 touchdowns and 8 interceptions. That alone, oh just, tells you, that, that alone just tells you that. And the thing is, the Titans still found themselves in the last game of the season, yeah. win and get into the playoff situation. So, if, what if they beat the Colts and get into the playoffs? What, what, what would Mariota have done? He would have. Probably throw six picks against where they play. Is the Colts play? Uh, Texans. In exact mm-hmm. the Texans will the Texans will eat him up. So Mario, yeah, this is Mario's last season. This is Mike Vrabel didn't come here to just play around. You know, he yeah. he, he actually. He, I actually like Mike Vrabel as the coach. I oh, think yeah. he's like one of like the better young coaches in the NFL. So hopefully they, he gets a quarterback too soon. In but fact, next on, is, yeah. what, what's the schedule looking like? On 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 the note of Vrabel, I wanted to say something about like O'Brien and who's the other guy, the new guy in um fucking no, no, no. Yeah, I'm a, so I was thinking, you know how, I, I don't know, disciples or like um, understudies of coaches, they don't usually, when, when they go somewhere else, they don't usually do that well. So, Especially Bill Belichick. Exactly. I think yeah. so Belichick doesn't talk to them. He doesn't tell them yeah. anything. He yeah, compa- so I heard, he I heard about, like, the thing about, the thing about Belichick is the way he does his coaching is that he tell, he gives people individual stuff to do. And yeah. then when they when they do that individual stuff, he puts everything together himself. So yeah. like they don't really see what he does when they bring his stuff. They know what to do when what to do, when what to do. but he they don't know what he does with the information he gives. They give to him. Exactly. So like even though they're like they're like his defensive coordinator or like the defensive coach or like the, they don't they don't know what goes on behind the scenes because Belichick runs such like a, a segmented system. You get me. Which is why I, yeah. I was really concerned about because I think Miami is a bad fit for him coming from politics system. Like yo. Okay, so the next what we need to talk about is Derrick Henry. 
Obviously, mm. the Titans have the Titans have one of the better O lines in in like the NFL. They have Taylor. Taylor one is suspended though. Yeah, suspended for the first four games, but he's obviously going to be back. They have Roger Saffold, who they got from the Rams. They yeah. have Ed Jones, who's a good center. They have Jack Cochlin, who is their right tackle. Their right guard is so so, but still. They have one of the better O-lines. And the coach has already come out saying that they want to run Derrick Henry more because of what they saw, obviously, towards the end of last season. Ooh, he went off. Do we think yeah, they can win? Do, do we think the Titans can win by more or less giving their offense to Derrick Henry to carry? No. Um, I don't think so. And the reason I think that was... that is... Okay, sorry, Bully, go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go. The reason I say that is because if you think about teams that have found success running, like running the ball, what is very important is that they still have a quarterback that they can rely on, that, that can keep the defenses moderately honest. Because remember, when DeMarco Murray went off with the Cowboys, they still had Romo. Or when Zeke went off, there was Dak. Most of these great running teams were like beast mode. There was Russell Wilson. If, you have, if you're a team where you have a fantastic running back, but your QB is nothing to write home about, they're just going to stack the box anyway and take their chance to the QB. Yeah. And Mariota will give them the ball back. So, I agree with that. So, all I'm saying is, over, under on the Titans at eight wins. Under. Way under. <laughs> like six feet under, my guy. Like... <laughs> like look at their their first their first six games: Browns, Colts, Jaguars, Falcons, Bills, Broncos. They may go zero and six to start the season. Yeah, okay. they have a pretty tough schedule to start mm. with. So that alone, just yeah, and and and, and, and your quarterback is Marcus Mariota. Oh, oh my God, he. Oh. I think, I Sorry. Think, uh, also, I just have a quick question. I think by by week six, Mariota will probably have eleven. Eleven picks, so <laughs> and seven touchdown passes because I got. I was actually gonna ask, what if Mariota is pulled by like week six, or what if he gets oh, injured? Ryan, you comes in. Just tank the season and draft the quarterback. They could cut him. They could legit cut him. Because I, I don't mean, think they have any dead money against the cap. Yeah, like the he's still. I think he's on his fifth year option. They could literally cut him for free. Oh, wow. So, wait. Oh, so they. Well, can they? I mean, no one's gonna trade for him. So yeah, nobody would want him. Why would yeah, you nobody wants. He has, him. Maybe he the Patriots. He has no years I, left I on his contract. I trust the Patriots to take a flyer. There's no him. use training for training. For and him. to think oh, of yeah. Yeah, yeah, James Winston and Marcus Marietta when they're coming. in. The hyper yeah. and and it's, it's so crazy. It's so once crazy. I saw that pick he threw in the t- in the title game, I knew that yeah, James was nothing. That that useless yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a question. Who do you guys think gets sacked first, coach? Oh, um, um, wow, oh, uh, wow. Mm. Probably no. <laughs> So you have Gruden. to think about all, all like the coaches that are like the, on like. Who the, said Gruden? Who said Gruden? I love you. I mean, <laughs> it's obviously not going to be Gruden. So yeah, nah, nah. You have to think about all the all the coaches in, on the hot seat, and it can't be a coach that just got the job. So it's tough. I think. I uh, mean, uh, I mean, did the Cardinals just fire a guy after one season in charge? It's possible. <laughs> hey, possible. Matt, Matt Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, 
Yeah, I yeah. doubt. I doubt it. If it doesn't doubt, work out, or, like they gave McCarthy so much, so much time, so I doubt they just sack Lafleur after not being good for. Uh, I'm yeah. going to say Bill O'Brien for some reason. Yeah, Bill O'Brien seems like a That's good one. But another, who, another good one. Another good one is Jason Garrett at, for the Cowboys. So oh yeah, yeah. If the Cowboys been, yeah. Will start off well, so you could you could easily see yeah. Jerry Jones doing something. I am going to say Mike Tom. Mike. Now he's just, he's just got extension. He, he got an extension for one year. I doubt this. Like, apart from that, you look at it, and all the other coaches are because a, a lot of the coaches are just are new coaches. So not. Yeah. Not, I think I think yeah. What, Jason Garrett. Doug Maroon. Doug Maroon. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah I think Maroon. I think I think it's either Doug Maroon, Jason Garrett, or Bill O'Brien. I think those are the only answers. But who sucks Bill O'Brien? Because there's no GM. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, owner. Hold on. Who is the coach of the, the New York football giants? Oh, uh-huh. Lord. Yes. Um, no, what? Is it Pat Shermer? I don't yeah, know. It's Pat Shermer. It's Pat Shermer, but start, he's not. He's not they should start getting on first, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah get someone else. Everyone needs to get sacked in that organization. It's not Pat Shermer's fault. I mean, is it possible that. Um, what's his? I mean, never mind. I mean, the Cardinals like Kingsbury anyway, so they may not fire him. Yeah, yeah. he's not getting yeah. sacked. He, he, yeah, he's he's literally fine. just he's got the job. Yeah. If they sack him, if they sack him, the GM is pulling him out the door. I bet you. Yeah, like there is a situation is weird because like the GM has been there for the longest of times and he has done nothing, but he keeps on getting extensions and he never gets fired, which is weird. Yeah. So, Ooh, I guess we're no. done. Yeah, Tokyo, the static has come back. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's some is evil stuff, bro. Is it going? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. All right. That wraps up our, AF, our AFC teams for the preview. And now we're going to have a little bit of fun before we end the podcast. So before we play who he played for, we're going to ask each person to give their AFC prediction their NFC prediction, their Super Bowl winner, and after that, their MVP. So, we're going to start with Kola. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win the AFC? Ah, I, I, I'm, okay. going, I'm going for my Patriots. No, no, no. I'm not done. See, ta- see, last season, everyone was like, oh, the Patriots are out. Playoff time came. Oh, the Chargers are going to beat the Patriots. Okay, Patriots won. The Chiefs are going to beat the Patriots. Okay, Patriots won. The Rams, <laughs> the Rams, Donald and Sue are going to eat Brady up. Bill Belichick for this a master class. The Patriots love to be doubted. And we love this doubt. Because I have a feeling that in the middle of the season, Gronkowski is going to come back and say, I want to play for the New England Patriots and finish and get and, and finish what yeah. you're starting. That That's happen. what he's going to do. Because he just retires, he does get himself healthy and, you know, work out a bit. So, Patriots are winning the AFC. The Chiefs will be second. The Colts will be third. The Browns will be fourth. And then the Chargers will get then the Chargers the Chargers get fifth. And then six, maybe the Ravens. Bro, be. bro. I asked you for one answer. I just need We've already gone too long. Oh yeah, who do you think is finished the, the NFC? <laughs> I love the matchup, but please. We need NFC. Time. Yeah. Saints. Mm. So Saints, Patriots, it. Super Bowl. Who yep. do you think the Super Bowl painters Patriots? Patriots or Saints? <laughs> Saints or Saints? I'm going, the, I'm going Patriots in a nice, nice three-point win. 
And who do you think wins MVP? Super MVP? Palm no, just, just the MVP of the league. Oh, league this year? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go... I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes again, probably. Yeah. Probably okay. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Next up is Bolu. Who do you think wins the AFC, NFC, Super Bowl, and MVP? Uh, NFC, I think the Eagles win. Okay. And uh, AFC, I think... Uh, I'm leaning to the Colts for some reason. Yeah, probably the Colts. So, Colts, Eagles, uh, Super Bowl. And uh, Locke. MVP. And who yeah. do you think wins? Who do you think wins the Super Bowl? Colts or Eagles? Oh, man! Fuck, Eagles. <laughs> yeah, Eagles. If no one gets injured, Eagles. Yeah, and uh, Lock MVP. Okay. Or Aaron so... Rodgers. Lock or Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So Nanso, your turn. AFC, NFC, Super Bowl, and MVP. Um. AFC, I think I think the Chiefs win the win the AFC. Okay. I think I I, I have to agree, Bolo. I think I think the Colts win the sorry, I think the Eagles win the NFC. Although I say that, but there's something in me that's just saying that and I I don't know why this is, but I feel like the Falcons are about to scare everybody. Like okay. I just I, I can't stop thinking about it, but I feel like they're about to do something serious madness. But for now, I'm going to the Eagles. Um, and I think the Chiefs will beat the Eagles. In the, uh, that, that's the, um, what, um, Andy Reid Bowl. So, but I think, I think, <laughs> and League MVP. I think, I think Carson Wentz. Interesting. Ooh. Okay. Carson Wentz. Uh, last, last person is, uh, uh, last person is, uh, who do you think wins those various awards? Okay, so for me, AFC, I'm going with the Chiefs. NFC, and yeah. NFC is always a toss-up for me. But I'll tell you this. It's a toss-up between the Rams and the Bears for me. Thank you. Somebody, somebody else reads the Bears. Thank you. I just have these Bears. Like, I, I, there's something there's something on, my, on me about them. So I think the Bears, actually. I'm going, I'm going all in with the Bears. The Bears are the winning the Bears. end. The Bears lost Big Fangio. That was why, because initially I had the Bears winning the NFC, but then when I found out they lost Fangio, I had to change it. But like, I'm big on the Bears. Who wins MVP? Who wins MVP? Uh, man, Mahomes is the only name I can think of. Okay. So, so, to round up, we have what Chris and Danny said too, so I'm just going to say theirs first. For Chris, the NFC, he had the Eagles. For the AFC, he had the Chiefs. He had the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, and the MVP was Andrew Luck. For Danny, he had the Packers winning the NFC, the Patriots winning the AFC. He had the Packers winning the Super Bowl, and he had, quarter, he had a quarterback as the MVP. He didn't give a name. <laughs> for this, for today's podcast, we have Kola saying... The Patriots will win the AFC, the Saints will win the NFC, the Pats to win the Super Bowl, and he had Mahomes as his MVP. We have for um, so we have the the Chiefs winning the AFC, the Eagles winning the NFC, the Chiefs for the Super Bowl, and Wentz as his MVP. And last but not least, oh, Oche didn't give a Super Bowl winner. Who do you think is winning the Super Bowl? Chiefs. Oh, okay. And then for that, that Bears, though. For, for Bolu, we have 
not the, the Colts winning the AFC, the Eagles winning the NFC. We have the Eagles in the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, and either Rogers or Locke winning MVP. And lastly, we have Oche who had the Chiefs for the AFC, the Rams or Bears for the NFC, the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, and Mahomes winning MVP. Rams so, oh, sorry. What'd you say? I think the Rams get. I think sorry. I think Goff gets found out big time, big time. <laughs> because I think I think Belichick gave the blueprint. Put the defense on the field. Once the communication shuts off, change. Goff is lost. Lost. That's not a bad shout. So, lastly, to end our podcast for today, we're going to play a game of who he play for. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven names right now of of players that changed teams to and are now on NFC teams. And I'm going to ask everybody. I'm going to ask. Um, and then everybody is going to the first person to tell me the team that they play for in seven seconds gets one point. At the end of the day, we see who wins. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you have seven seconds, so no cheating. So if you <laughs> cheat, we're going to know. So I hope everybody's ready. Okay, to start with, we have Quan Alexander. What team does he play for? Who? Juan <laughs> Alexander. I know the Alexander. Uh, I'm going to say, is an NFC team? Yeah, all these are NFC teams. Alexander. Um, I know this guy. What the fuck? Uh, I think I think he plays either for the Seahawks or 49ers. Not sure. Now. Time is up. You got the correct answer. He plays for the 49ers, but like. He oh. didn't get it in time, so sorry. Damn it. <laughs> I was gonna say the next there. the next name we have is Adrian Amos. Nope. Oh, Who does goodness. he play for? I have Redskins. Oh my gosh. Nope. Oh, I should get this. I should get this. Packers. Yes, he plays for the Packers, but you didn't get it, so everybody is on zero points. Wow. I was on mute. I didn't know I was on mute. <laughs> I swear. So like, I, I, I got the Quan Alexander one too, but I was on mute. My okay, God. Okay. Sorry, bro. Next yeah. person we have is Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Who Bears. Redskins. Bears, Bears. Yeah, he plays for the Bears, so. That's one point. Yeah, he switched in division. That's true. Yeah. So, next on the list, we have. Mike Davis, running back that was on the Seahawks last year. Bears. Oh. What's this guy, man? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay. Maybe your mic was muted. Yeah, I was on mute, man. <laughs> our, next name, our next name is Jared Cook. Tight end that was on. The um, Saints. Saints. Uh, Saints. That's true. He's on the Saints. Fuck. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Bolo is on three points. This is a tough one. Antoine Bethea. Oh, Jesus. You should have been 49ers. Falcon. No, not Falcon. No, wait. Wait, Antoine who? Bethea. Bethea. used to be on the Niners, but I have no idea. Cardinals? Nope. I have no idea. Packers. Oh, Packers. Nope. Oh, fuck off. Uh, Giants? Yeah, he's on the Giants, but you but 
Too slow. Next one is Marcus Gilbert. He used to play for this. He was the right tackle. He's, he's on the uh, Cardinals. Yes. Mm, interesting. Bolu, you're disqualified, Abel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bolu has automatically won because we have one more name on the list. So, oh, hey, wait, wait. <laughs> last name, last name, winner takes all. Let's go. Okay. Uh, wow. Last name, winner takes all. Then I'm going to have to find a tough one because we're not just going to give it to anybody. Can you imagine? You guys are just robbing me of my title. <laughs> go, because go. you have you have free agent tracker open on your on your, on your phone. <laughs> 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 no, no. He's getting all of them. He's getting all of them quickly. So we're not yeah. going to give. Uh-uh. Wait, I know, <laughs> I know them off the top of my head. Why? You guys are like whack. Screw you, niggas, man. <laughs> so, lastly, what we have? This is two names. You must get both of them in ten seconds for you to get winner takes all. Both of them in 10 seconds for, for winner takes all. Unless Bolu wins. Unless if Bolu gets it, then he wins too. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready? Yep. Yeah, I'm ready. So we have Zach Brown and huh? Randall Cobb. Uh, Randall Cobb is on the Cowboys. Zach Brown should be on the Rams. Nope, Zach Brown is here on the Rams. Shit. Um... Did Randall Cobb just... Redskins. Oh, He's on the Redskins. Yep. No, Eagles. Eagles. Yep, he's on the Eagles. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I, I won. didn't win. Bulu wow. Win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bulu is our winner of the NFC edition of who he played for. So, that wraps up the podcast for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Drugs. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a five-star rating if you like what you heard. And leave a five-star rating with what you hate about the podcast if you don't like what you heard. And remember to follow all our guests on Twitter. Their Twitters are in the part one of the podcast. And we will see you next week discussing another topic probably. I don't know. But until then, see you next time. Bye.